Shirt Show. All right, let's go. Shirt Show! super effed up i was gonna bring i got some eggnog yesterday and i was gonna bring some and i was gonna be like gulping like chugging eggnog right when you would chug it just like this too (laughs) i mean it would have been perfect too because it's our christmas special Mm -hmm. and you have that fucking corduroy jacket on look at and check this check the inside out wow fancy okay like an eddie bauer catalog it's chilly here. It's um, LL Bean. Yeah, cool. Yeah. Same thing. Close. <laughs> mm-hmm. Well, how in the world are you? How's it going on? How is it going on up there? How's it going on? <laughs> uh, it goes on good. Um, yeah, all's well. It's shitty and rainy, and uh, my dad finished the roof project over our front door, which is nice, but now we have to rebuild the deck and it's middle of this middle to end of december so i don't know oh. if that's actually going to happen <clears throat> um christmas shopping is basically done i'm going downtown tonight to get stocking stuffers but other than that uh just waiting for the week to finish and then i have a week off which oh. won't actually be a week off i will be here doing end of the year projects Right, right, right. As most of us will be, um, I think. Yeah, so we're doing a, doing it a little different this year. We're open some of those days, and so because we have we have a press install happening, and it's a um, good in fact, it's, I know. Well, it's a press uninstall that's happening now, and then a press install, and so it's complicated. So I'm kind of like, you know, flustered. Yeah. A little yeah, bit. Yeah, me too. I uh, I just finished my lunch and then I was like, oh shit, it's time to record. Mm-hmm. I think I told you this. I drove a forklift on Friday. Forklift certified? Definitely not, but I drove one. Mm-hmm. I was me- meaning like with my back, you know what I mean? Like I know that it's not a big deal to drive a forklift, but it is for me. I have never, a, I've never driven a forklift. Somehow I can't believe that though. I've always just mm. hired help for the forklift, like people across the street or next door or whatever. I've never had to drive one. It's never pretty fun. The, like I, I think that I recommend it. It's really fun. Like there's just mm-hmm. a few controls, kind of like driving a car, only it has a fork on it. Cool. Yeah. It's kind of like that place in Vegas where you can go and you can uh, drive like excavators and shit mm. like that and like dig in the dirt. You can just like go and pay and then just play on heavy equipment i didn't know that was a thing i didn't mm-hmm. know they had it's like that. an adult sandbox i guess vegas has everything i shouldn't be surprised yeah and go shoot some like 50 cals and then go dig in the dirt for a little bit mm-hmm. check this out look what i got sometimes you got to buy yourself a christmas present mm-hmm. is that that faux wood handle you were telling me about yesterday yeah so for the people yeah, listening so- andy has holding up a knife his new murder weapon. 
And it's very, very smooth. Very smooth. Mm -hmm. It has this kind of one. Watch me cut myself because I'm looking yeah, at the screen and not the... <laughs> yep. <laughs> okay. Yeah. So I got two of those because... Well, I like... me one? Cool, man. Appreciate it. Your gift is sh has shipped. <laughs> my, you you might... just said my gift has shit. It is. Well... <clears throat> What did you box. call that? Um, yeah, no. What did you call that drug you guys do up in New York? Jankums. Yeah, that's what I got. That's what I sent you. Nice. Is it like <laughs> well seasoned and fermented? Um, by the time like it gets you shit you, in a bag like three weeks ago, and you're sending oh, it to me, and I'm gonna get that first. No, off. no, 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 no. It's fresh. It's more. It's not a vintage, oh. like uh, reserve. It's not aged properly. <laughs> okay. So when you get, don't, don't, don't. Yeah, don't right. use it right away. Wait, I'll put I know it in the sun. <laughs> um, you like get a... one guess. No, you get two. Two guesses on what I sent you. First guess. Uh, chirp. Nope. One more. Mm, some kind of self-help book. Mm, no. So I, the, what you're receiving is better by the power of 10. No, by the power of a thousand um, than both of those things. Even if you got both of those <laughs> things together, whatever you're is it a spicy is, picture of you and joanne together that would be more like a billion or infinity times better but this is just a thousand times better oh that's sad <laughs> um no 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 you will be happy you will still be happy okay, you can be cool. very happy very All happy. Right, appreciate you do you think it's easier to shop for your kids now when they were younger or will it get easier when they're older uh, I was actually thinking about this the other day and my kids are old enough now where they don't give two shits really about the toy aisle. Like we yeah. used to go like for our entire existence, like go to target. And then it was like, okay, let's spend fucking a half hour in all the toy aisles where they weave in and out. And then whatever, they don't even care anymore. Like they go to the electronic section or mm -hmm. to like the home decor section. And that's it. Like they, just don't care, which is awesome to me. Like, because, well, I still like buying them Legos just because that's fun, but they just are into their devices or their friends or they want like concert tickets or <clears throat> whatever. So, yeah, I got them. I got them phones. They got new iPhones for Christmas. And then Flat, just, or like, what are they called? Titaniums? Not titaniums. Hmm. I think well, they're they're not they're not that you're, deserving. You're a piece of shit, Dad. Yeah, you, fuck. Like, should have gotten. I mean, if I were your son, I would throw it back at. I would just throw it at you. Probably will happen anyway. <laughs> jingle jangle. I'm excited about today's show. Yeah. Also, too, we got these uh, delicious chocolate balls from Frank. I didn't. That you did. Well, that's why I wanted to bring this up is I got the package. I opened it. I had the choice to either keep them all for myself or to share with my crew. Oh. And what I did is I ate two of them. And then I walked around and I said, would you like to taste my chocolatey balls? And then everyone got some and everybody, I made them take two. So they had a normal set. I'm beginning to think that you are the wrong person to co-host the seminar um on hr in, uh, on hr in long beach yeah. i got the i got the wrong guy don't i <laughs> well i'm the what not to do 
I think. Oh yeah, you're so this is actually the right guy. So this will be, right. be perfect. You're you're the example we'll use. I'm the guy who gets canceled live at Long Beach. <laughs> right. <laughs> It'll be perfect. It'll be that's uh-huh. entertaining. Right. Actually. It's great. Bring it on home, boy. Pantera. Oops, I missed. Oh, come on. You would. Look, it all starts with the screen. And whether it's new stretches or restretches, Frank and his team do it the best. To find out more, go to graphicscreenfashion.com. F-F-F-F-F. Frank.com. Or. Greatfuckingscreens.com. Holy, before, look, before I go any further, I almost forgot. Come hang out with us at our seminar in Long Beach. We are going to be talking about life. It may get a little bit emotional. In fact, when Dylan gets canceled, it'll be, <laughs> it will be in very emotional. Be sure to, be sure though, when you do register, use code SHIRTSHOW25. Yeah. And you're going to get how much percent off? A hundred. Hundred. If anything, they'll give you more money after the fact because they feel bad that you attended. So like if, as you're leaving, you get cash. Right. Mm-hmm. So you should come. Space yeah. is limited, but sign up. Come hang out with us. We're going to try to be smart. We are preparing. This isn't, we're not willy-nillying it. Yeah, somebody's writing us things to say. Like we yeah. we're just going to say stuff that we're told. AI is doing the whole thing. <laughs> it could probably, you know. It what? definitely could. Yeah, yeah. It's really true. Yeah. I liked um, on the laps, laps. On the last episode when uh, Marcotte started describing like what he wrote and what it's going to do, you said, shut it down. <laughs> like, Just shut it down now. Seriously. We're fucked. Mm-hmm. Um, but look, cleaning screens is no fun, but EasyWay makes it way more funner. Their line of eco-friendly chemicals will help make reclaiming screens a whole lot easier. Check them out at EasyWay.com. EasyWay. It's the easiest way. Next, we have Graphex Source, and they are your source for production-ready digital art and remote art staffing. Go to graphicsource.com to learn more about what they offer and let them run your art department so you can focus on running your um, life into the ground. Yeah. I like yeah. that. I do. It's okay. It's okay to be dark sometimes. Mm-hmm. Without darkness, there's no lightness. <laughs> yep. <clears throat> sure is. I made that up. I can tell. <laughs> Choosing. <laughs> we have to give Chad stuff to cut out. Right. You know, like otherwise. Do- he hasn't been doing anything. He's just sitting there like with these flawless episodes that we give him. <laughs> Choosing the right emulsion for your shop is complicated, and that's why we love Chromaline. Go to chromaline.com to watch Kev's vids or contact him on Instagram at the Emulsion Guru and get the answers you deserve. I was you said that last time, and it really like shook America when you said it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> America is its core. <laughs> yeah, because you're like, wow, I do just like. Seriously, you do deserve to get those answers. It's like the most American thing to say that we deserve everything. (laughs) We're so fucked. Yeah. I've been more and more looking into getting a bunker 
built. I'm just living in it away from people. You're invited. You can come by if you want. I'll unlock it for you to come in. Under one condition. Will you have barons? Oh, like fuck un- yeah. Barons. Unlimited. Okay. Yeah. Supreme barons all day long, baby. Like a, I had one last tunnel. night for dinner at like 10 o'clock. <laughs> a Supreme, that's the one to get? Yeah, fuck yeah. Okay. Get out of here with this cheese bullshit. Well, no, I wasn't. Look, I wasn't saying just to get cheese, although I would still eat it. I know, but some of the guys always get a cheese baron just to piss me off. Oh, oh, oh. No, I like some stuff on there. It's not even worth your time. If you are not using DTF or screen print transfers in your shop, you are doing it way wrong. We have partnered with Howard Custom Transfers to get you the transfers you need fast. We have another one for you. Check them out at howardct.com. Net. No, you learned this from last time. It's not. It's not that. You're supposed to say the obvious answer in, on that one. Uh, co. Mm, mm. You forgot the mm. Dot com. There. Yeah. There that's it is. That's lame. That's, that's just fucking. Well, Candy, you are going to have to change. Could you go make a new website to what did you what do you want? I want it to be a .NET website, so it reminds me of the old days. This just, well, this just got me thinking that, I hope that you you did this, but you have, for example, like you have upstatemerch.com, but you also bought all the other things, right? Say yes. No, yes, you don't know. That's the wrong answer. You say yes, Andy. Sure, yes, Andy. I'm going to go to GoDaddy right now and see if, upstatemerch.co is available and fucking buy it and then sell it to you. Hold on. I don't know. I'm going to make, I'm well, once I make, okay, then I'll keep it and I'll make a, a, a screen printing website there. Go ahead. That's my point is that somebody could come along and do shirkong.net or whatever. And you don't want that. So you have to buy the, all, all of them. Dude, don't, don't, don't be like this. Don't be like this. Tell me that you bought the other ones. Well, no, I definitely didn't. Okay. Why would I? I just told you why you should and would. Yeah. Who's going to go to fucking upstate merch dot fucking anything you want it to be? <laughs> Here. Who's going to go to that? Um, somebody who's setting up a company to try and steal your customers. Let them. I can buy it for one fucking penny. That's what that's worth. <laughs> exactly. Let them have it. Take it. It's yours. Merry Christmas. Go there and buy it right now. One cent. Yeah. Well, that's... I I was thinking it would be worth at least two cents. This is sort of insulting. Right. Yeah. Right. What do we got? What is it, like 1999 marked down to one cent? (laughs) It was actually 39. Um, But you can get... Oh, so here's the best one. I promise I didn't put this in here. What does it say? I can't read it. Does it say dot sucks? Upstatemerch.sucks. <laughs> I'm going to buy that one just because. Because I know if I don't buy that one when this episode comes out, someone's going to fucking buy it. Look how much it is. $200 for Upstatemerch.sucks. That's the fucking best website ever. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Okay. 
dude, we have to buy that website. Like if we bought upstate <laughs> merch sucks right now, we could just make a whole fun, like whatever we, you could, people could go there and I don't know. We could It'd have, be just like the regular website. <laughs> well, anyway, I think that's it. I'm going to buy upstatemerch.com or upstatemerch.sucks and it's going to reroute to ShirtCon. <laughs> <laughs> that's perfect. Um, just a, there's like a live cam of our shop of yeah. like us printing shit. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. That's good. That's good. Well, well, Lil D, today is another very special day. We have the Chris Majette. The Blade King. That's right. For those of you who don't know, he is a rollerblade king. <laughs> and he is from Denial Print Co. in Philadelphia, PA. Why was that funny? That wasn't funny. I know. Why are you laughing? <laughs> um, and we're going to be talking Monday.com. And so um, you know this, but most people don't. We built out Monday for our shop a few years ago. And we did it to run production. And then we expanded on that since. Um, but how Chris runs Monday is, is just a whole different level. And so we thought we would have him on and share, he's going to share like how he, what he does and all of the things he uses Monday for to run a shop. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Okay. Does that make sense? Did I do that I'm okay? going to sit here and I'm going to learn. Yeah. Yeah. Same. This is another one where you're going to want to listen to this episode while you're driving or pooping or like sleeping. But also watch it on TV or I think they call it YouTube. Yeah, YouTube. Please welcome the world's leading authority of Monday.com and the new king of software, Chris Majette. Dude, look what I would look like bald. It so didn't work. I so didn't time that right. Yeah, but, yeah, but look at me bald. Hmm. Would you still like me if I was bald? It's pretty hot. Yeah. I would do it now. Shave it. Hmm. We get to look at Chris's sleeping bag, it looks like. And <laughs> sleeping bag. Futon or something? Is there a futon from college? He's in his this dorm is, room right this now. This is his, yeah, he's in his dorm. <laughs> my son is staying here in my office because my mom's visiting for the week. Mm -hmm. So my mom has his room. We're just looking at your love shack. We'll just leave it at that. Um, look, we, um, you know how we started running our production? We started on paper. Like I would actually use an ink pen, a Sharpie. I would write our jobs for the day, basically wax or something. But we really, we would write out our jobs for the day. And I would have five pieces of paper, Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday. They would be, they would tape to my door. And then we would do some of the jobs on Monday. And when we didn't finish, uh, well, then we'd make a new Tuesday because, you know, we'd have to, they would carry over, right? They would push to the next day or whatever. Then we're like, oh, it would be easier if we did dry erase. And so we got a dry erase board and then we grew to like, it didn't fit on there. So we got five dry erase boards. That was a hassle. Then we got one giant. You had five dry erase boards? Yeah, one for every day of the you week. You thought that was a good idea? This was before the internet, Dylan. This was before computers. 
And uh, and so we had five dry erase, and then we had uh, we moved to one giant dry erase. I'm sorry. <laughs> I'm sorry to everybody. Andy is in the middle of a stroke. <laughs> and um, it was on wheels, and so like we would put we had all of the days of the week with with like tape. In fact, I was gonna say it is right back there, but you can't see it. We still have it. Um, and it was great because, you know, uh, we would just move jobs around just like that. And we were looking for the perfect software, never could find it. Uh, eventually we found Trello and it was amazing. You know, I think we ran, I want to say it was probably three years or so with, with Trello and, um, but it was lacking. It was lacking in some of its functionality. And I'm not sure that it is still today. It might be. I'm sure they've updated it since, but we, we stumbled on this thing called money.com and it was amazing. It was everything that we wanted and needed to run production. And we uh, built out, I would say uh, in January, like the first two weeks of January, um, whenever that was a few years ago, we built it out and we've used it ever since. And we grew and expanded from just running production to helping us with uh, supplies and things like that. But nothing even close to what Chris is doing. And it's amazing. And so we thought we would have him on today and he's going to share his screen and talk about, you know, like what he uses Monday for, why he, I guess how he ended up using Monday and, and all of like its potential because he's, I'm sure you can even use it for more stuff than you do. You know? uh, yeah, we can, we can definitely build out a ton more, but it's kind of a day by day thing where we're just, we just keep adding to it. And I, Again, I want to be the third wheel in this that like, I don't know jack shit about Monday. I don't, I don't use it. I don't know anything about it. I've never used Trello or anything like that either. So can you break down Andy and Chris, like what it does before you just say, I use Monday? Like wh what was the reasoning and why use Monday over something else? Uh, so, so I basically found it, um, partly from your discord and partly from just talking to other shops that used either Trello or Monday, like, like Andy, we started with paper and then we wanted something that was updating in real time. Um, so we, instead of using Printavo's power, power schedule, we built this out on Monday, basically a power scheduler in Monday. Um, Monday is fully customizable and it's built off of basically like a Microsoft Excel platform. So really, you can build it out for whatever you want. We um, we have pretty much everything in Monday production, our inks, all of our equipment, our finances, everything is in a board in Monday. Uh, and everything can be added to or changed at any time. Um, everything that Printavo or YoPrint or one of those things lacks, Monday pretty much picks up the slack in. Um, so are you saying that you can replace something like that with Monday? Not yet. You need it as an add-on to Printavo or something else. Right now you need it as an add-on. I suspect probably sometime next year you'll be able to, the only thing that it lacks is actual invoicing. So like we invoice in Printavo and then everything else goes through Monday. So the second the invoice is paid, it goes to Monday automated. And then we don't touch Printavo again for that order really. Right. It'll go through a process and it's probably just easier to show people the board. But once the invoice is paid, there's a zap that sends it to the Monday board. And then all the departments 
that have to that that job has to go through. Look at Monday. Are you using Zapier in between to connect the two? Yep. Yeah. And so I mean, everything everything on my Monday board is automated through some sort of Zap where we're not manually changing things on the board uh, for production. It's all you know because when we use graphics force for art so when they send out a mock-up it updates on the monday board that says the mock-up was sent out and then when the approval comes back it automatically updates that it was either approved or declined on our board um so you can look at a glance and see we have let me here let me pull it up real quick but we have one two three four five six six like uh checkpoints for an order to go through and all of those are updated automatically through some kind of automation. So when the garments are checked in, that's a, a thing. When the mock-ups are sent to a customer, that's a, a column. When the art is approved, that's another column. Uh, and then all the inks or supplies, if it's like something that we don't normally do, we have to order it, that's a column. And then uh, screen burning, that's another column. So you can see at a glance, like if everything's green, that job's good to be ran. Right. So. Why don't you, can you share your screen now? Um, yep. Let's start with your production board and then we can we can talk about other boards after that. You know what I'm saying? Okay, so basically this is our production board and once an order is paid, it goes to the bottom of this to be scheduled. And then you can see, um, you know, here's our garments, our mock-ups, our art approval, our supplies, our um, production files, like if we need, you know, we, we use CTS, but if we needed films, so we still call it films, if those files are ready, and then if the screens are burned. So, so each one, good. I was going to say, I'm trying to break this down as somebody who knows nothing about this because I don't, but I'm just saying your need, your want for this is to just keep everything in the shop organized, but also automated to a degree. Because I mean, aren't, don't your people have to change these statuses? So say like the guy who checks in the garments, once he goes in Printavo and marks the status garments checked in, it flips green here. Okay. But the 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 holdback of Printavo is, is if it's in garments checked in, you have to kind of research and see whether the mock-ups were sent, the mock-ups were approved, depending because it only holds one status at a time. Right. So the, the need for this and why this is great when you're running production is because everything is at your fingertips and also... Um, at everyone else's on your team. And even if they're not here, like you could be at home and, be, and have them have Monday pulled up and it's all real time. And so what's so great about that is, is that if a customer calls and they're like, hey, what's the status of my order? Like, do you, can you print that today? Or is it printing today? Whatever, you can go in there and like uh, my board's similar. You can look at his board and you can see where it says um, art approvals. Well, this one's green, it's approved. And, but if it's not, it looks like this, not approved. You can tell the customer, you're like, look, you know, you're, it's actually not going to go today. The art isn't approved. Or you can say it's not going today and here's why. The, the art isn't approved. And maybe like, look, the screens, and that means the screens haven't been made. Where's your, um, where does it say if your garments are here? Yeah, so garments aren't so even there. Garments you know are, so, so this is what they're running today for screen prints. So you can see like the garments are here, the mock-ups were sent, the approval was done, the supplies are here. And the production files are ready and the screens are already burned. So they probably ran this job already today. Um, it looks like they're down in the last two for the day. But each once they turn green all the way across, then we move them to the actual department that they go to. So like DTG, DTF, they're running these. Embroidery, this is what they're running. 
Um, so everything stays up in the 2B schedule until it's green enough to where it can get put into production. Does that make it sense? Just, it it helps our there? sales team see where an order is at at all time once they take it, but it also helps stuff not get pushed into a, a department when we don't have certain things. Like if we don't have the embroidery so file done, it theoretically should never make it to the embroidery machine, you know? And also then this all archives. And so, you know, like, like in the past when we were on dry erase boards or paper or whatever, once it was done, it was done and it was gone. I guess I could have saved the paper and filed it or whatever, but then you would have to thumb through and find it. This is instantly found. And so if I ever wanted to go back and look for a job, there's, you know, search for it and then you find it and you say, okay, well, here's, you know, here's what we did. And I think Chris, you told me you keep print order on there and everything. We, like we keep, keep print order and stuff on here when it's done. Yeah. And then also like in this column, there's notes. So if I click on these, there's notes specific to that customer job, whether it's, um, you know, we're, we're waiting on a customer approval or we're, you know, uh, print order will go in there once the job's complete. So these ones don't have print order in there, but yeah, everything will go in here. And then once it's done, it'll be archived. And then to look that up is super quick. Yeah. Select your proof is, is in there, right? No. So the, that's the only thing that's not, and that will be starting in January. Printavo just came out with the API that lets you move the proof to here, but I didn't, want to throw that in there right at the end of the year so it'll be in there january too ours where he where you see though those text bubbles um when you click on that for us it, um, over on the side here it pulls up the proof the proof. there yeah. Mm -hmm. yeah that's where it'll go it'll be right in here but you can see like they've made a ton of notes about this order um so you can go and, and quickly at a glance anybody can go and look and see what you know where where, where it's at what is the cost for Monday? What is the cost for having this set up? Uh, let's look. So I haven't looked at it in a while, but it, it's usually, so the standard is $10 per month per user. So if you have- So how many users are you have? Is it each department is considered a user or is everybody logged into the same name? So we have six people that have logins to it. So it's $60 a month. And then if you, if you bill it annually, I believe they give you some kind of discount. Right. But compared to Printavo or one of those things, it's significantly cheaper. So let me ask you another dumb question. Once this everything's green, does it automatically go to your schedule, your power scheduler on Printavo? No, we don't use power schedule on Printavo at all. So what's we, your schedule then? We drag it down to the department. So if it went green then we and we knew that it was getting screen print, we would drag it down to screen print and put it at the bottom. So are they just looking at this and saying, I'll just do the next all green job or there's no actual They're doing, this so like, done in this date kind of thing? So right here where the screen print is, this is the order that I wanted stuff printed today. Okay. So we put them in order and then we line them up. You know, when they come in in the morning, they'll line them up on the carts in this order. And that's the order that we go in for the day. Also, I mean, if you wanted to, you could go by due date. So over here, he's got his due date. Yeah. And, you know, when just like ours, there's like a clock that's ticking or, a, you know, if it's past due or not, if it's red, um, it's past due. And there's a reason why it's past due. Maybe they added, you know, shirts to the order or whatever. But you could, if you wanted to look at that due date and go by due date. Also, you don't have to just, you know, choose. Yeah, but sometimes. You, go ahead, Chris. No, you can you can easily this. So this is uh, 
like you can see this one's overdue, but we have it. So when it gets added to this board, it automatically sets a 10 day timer because mm -hmm. our goal is to get anything out in 10 days or so. So it automatically will, will bump it 10 days from the payment date. Cause we tell our customers like our goal is 10 to 14 business days. Um, now I'll, there's always jobs that are, you know, there's some jobs that we've been waiting on garments from the customer to drop off for way longer than that. But our goal is 10 to 14 business days. And this is just, this due date right here is 10 days from the day we took a payment. So I guess overall, what's, are you finding this is more beneficial than obviously the system you had before? And uh, as far as like Andy was saying, like once we were, when we were on paper, if anything was changed and it wasn't in real time, we had issues where we, I was telling Andy yesterday, we had, this was years ago, we had like a 5,000 piece order where the customer made order changed a, a color from blue to red. And we had the mock-up mock already printed, already on the stacks of shirts, you know, and they communicated it with the sales team. But by the time the sales team got it back to production, we were, we were printed. So, you know, there was no, there was no going back at that point. Like we had to take the loss on that one. So now everything's in real time. If there was a change and you go into to here, you can at the press operator and, and make sure that they know you could at and tag people just like you can in any other software. So hopefully that would never happen. Everything's in real time. Okay. So we only have so much time. If you, if you don't have any more questions about this production portion of it, Monday does is very powerful and does a whole bunch of other things. And so, um, yeah, I'd like to move on to the next thing. Is that, is that cool? Dylan, do you yeah. have any more questions about the production aspect yeah. of it? Sure. I'm good. Sure. So what if we, one of the things I was most impressed with was your contractor form. And so how you can make a form in Monday and then put that on your website so that it, when you receive contract, it doesn't even have to be contract work. It could be any customer for that matter, but they, they fill it out and it just populates Monday for you. Can you share that? Sure. So she's already entered them all for the day, but basically whatever you create in Monday, when you create a board and you create your um, categories up here, you can one click, just click form up top and it turns it into a form that you could then just put on your website. So like, I know a lot of us have, you know, different versions of quote forms or whatever. Um, this one's not a forward facing one because this is for contract clients, but they fill out their shop name, their job name, whether it's hard due or not, uh, whether it's a reprint or not, and then they upload their art and their purchase order and it automatically will come in here exactly like this. And you'll see the shop, you'll see, you know, their, their artwork will come up um, and their purchase order will actually, the, this one, the purchase order is at the bottom. So it'll just tell us, you know, here's the garments that need to be printed. Here's the size breakdown. Here's the color. So everything will come into here um, and we could just run jobs off of that. And we have the same thing on our forward facing. So we have a similar, you know, forward facing form for customers that don't have everything together, but they can fill out the, that same similar form and it'll go right to Monday. And then the sales team can take over for there where they should have enough data to get them some kind of quote. So I guess this is what interests me because I'm, I'm in the process of trying to get something like this going with pipe drive. Okay. Where basically stuff's coming from Google or the website or whatever, and it's getting sent to pipe drive. Again, this is still in the process of being built, but 
it's getting it to where it's all in one place. Kind of, I'm guessing that's what happens here. Like someone fills out a form on your website, it goes to Monday automatically. Yep. Does it get dedicated to a specific salesperson or does it just go to like a general folder and then you delegate it to? So it's only really uh, Chloe doing sales and myself. So we really only have two people that are kind of looking at it and we have a contractor form, a ready to order, and then a general inquiry form. So we just prioritize based on contract orders, they're done and paid. So those will get entered first, and then the ready to order would be second. And then the general inquiry would be the last one that we go after. Because we can only take so many jobs. I'm, we're not really looking to take on certain things. So we kind of prioritize based on who fills out what form. The See, cool thing is- about like, did you see that general inquiry one though? Don't skip over that too fast because that's just like basically a CRM for your, for quoting, you know? So right, right now we, let's say we, we quote um, five things a day. And during the week, that means we've quoted 25 jobs, but and we don't have a chart or we don't have Monday built out yet, which we're building this this week. Now that Chris showed it to me we don't have a proper CRM. And so all we do is we know we send these quotes, but we don't have a proper way to track conversion. You're like, Hey, did this convert to a sale or do they, you know, can we follow up and can we set up some sort of boomerang automation that we do follow up in three days or one week or 10 days? Well, Chris, he can do that right here. Like if, would you show sort of how you've set that up? So in, in this, it's the same, the same way where I made out my fields, you know, um, their phone number, their email, when they need the project done, if they have an event or not, uh, the total quantity that they're looking to produce. And then we ask for a roundabout budget for a general inquiry, um, just so we can be on the same page. You know, obviously if they want a hundred sweatshirts for a hundred bucks, you know, we're not going to be in the ballpark. So we, we kind of just get, um, some basic questions down and then, We'll follow up with them and we'll keep notes in the notes field about, um, you know, whether we've contacted them, like we sent a rough quote um, and all of our communications. And then we kind of leave these on here until we either get a paid order or they're abandoned. We follow up three times. And if we don't hear back and, you know, after three times, then we'll kind of abandon them. But if we are in talks about them, we'll just leave them on here. So we know to follow up and you can actually set it up to follow up so many days. So we have in uh, in here after 30 days of the quote being sent, we just send them a rejected email, which a lot of times we get, that's probably one of our most powerful emails. Like, hey, you know, we really appreciate being able to quote you. This quote is expired, but if you're looking to, you know, go forward, please, you know, reach back out. It's It's a little bit more long-winded than that but and then you get that email it's like no 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 i do want it we get that uh, and that's one of the things that uh kevin from set sales had helped us with was just drafting emails like that and timing them right and we get a lot we get a lot of follow-through with that hey your quotes expired you know hit us back up so you know this is where again like this is where it's touching it's weird touching me personally it's just like something we've been working on since we had Kevin here, because that was something we've always had to deal with. And it's kind of, well, never had to deal with, I guess, because we've just done inbound for forever. Like the first five years of the company, me and Chris did outbound, just hunting and searching for new orders because you're a new company. 
But for the last eight years or whatever, we've just been collecting inbound and it just is what it is, whatever comes in daily. But we had Kevin out here to basically teach my team how to do outbound because they really, a lot of them have never done it. But the problem was, is we didn't, we found out that we needed to have some kind of CRM because basically there's no way other than manually. And like you said, paper or just keeping an Excel sheet or whatever of these are the people I want to reach out to where, what was the last thing I said to them? Where do I stand now? There's no automations with sending out emails and whatnot. So it seems like that's what you did in Monday was put together your touch points to yep. where they're reminded at certain dates to send that second email, send a, you know, give them a call, whatever, it, whatever it takes. That's exactly why. And the reason why, I guess another reason why we chose Monday is we had way too many things going on. We had way too many different apps tracking different things. And now, I mean, my sidebar pretty much has everything in our shop in this one location. So we have the inbound sales, we have the production board, we have shipping and receiving, we have supplies. Like we have literally everything in the shop on this one app. Yeah. Yeah. You asked earlier, you said like, how much does this cost? And we were talking for the production, you know, oh, it's ten dollars a month, you know, per user per month. But that's just for the production part. Now you've got the CRM, you know, component, and then you also have. Well, we do. We track shipping and receiving with Monday. We also do our supply list, just like he does. We use so our our Monday is connected to our Kanban card system. Like we scan this barcode, it takes us directly to Monday. And um, I don't. I'm not sharing our screen right now, but I could. But he has the same thing. And so, like you're talking about for $10 a month per user software that does everything. Like you're basically is running his shop, you know? So for $120 a year per user, it's, it's insane. It's insanely cheap actually. Yeah. Well, I guess back to that other part, just to make for people listening is we found out it made a lot of sense to do something like this, not only for outbound, but for our current customers, because how many customers, thousands of clients do we have that, we're just always looking at what's in our inbox or what's happening, but there's so many of them out there that you already have them. They're warm leads. They've already dealt with you before, but how often are you hitting them back up and being like, Hey, can I help you? Do you need anything? Like as a reminder, that's something we wanted to put in there too. It was like every client that got put in, even after an order was placed, it was like, okay, there's a six month follow-up. There's a, you know, a yearly follow-up, like whatever. It's just, there's touch points throughout the year to be like, Hey, we're still here. How can we help you? Whatever. So it doesn't just have to be new people. It can be people you currently have, and it keeps you in check to make sure you're hitting up those people. Cause I wanted something that basically my team can just log in every day and be like, what's my checklist today? Like what on this date do I have to call email? send a message, whatever, to these people to just be up to date with my client list. And you can you can do all that in here. You can do all that with automations. You can do it just having the list to go to. But like anytime we add a new customer in Printavo, it automatically comes down here to our contacts board. That way we can go and hit up everybody. And you can you can set up, I know Andy has it set up. I have it set up on certain boards, but not others where you can email and text message inside Monday. So you can just click right over to, I don't have it set up on this board specifically, but if you clicked over here, right here, there would be an email thing that would just send through your normal email and it would track all your emails down the side. 
So you could go and hit up people that were just on your contacts list and you could see, you know, that maybe one of your people sent them an email last week and you're going to follow up this week. You can kind of track all that in Monday. Yeah, we've integrated links, links to like your Gmail or something or. Yeah, yeah, it can link to your Gmail or your upstate merch dot com email or whatever you have. It can do both. Nice. Yeah, so we have a, a Twilio integration where our we not only send an email with our proof, with our, our proof, but Twilio allows us to text them that says, hey, we just sent you a proof because we noticed that people respond really quickly, you know, to a text message that, oh, I've, I've got a proof. I'll go check it out. Right. You know, they instead might only of just check like, their email once a day, but they have their phone in right. their pocket all day. Right, long. right. Yep. And so, all right, there's that. Now he's got, he was just showing us his ink. And so he's got his ink stock, you know, um, in Monday. So, so these, are all, these are all the custom pantones that we have mixed. And that way our sales team can just go look and they can sort it. But here's all the reds we have in stock that are not a stock bucket red. And then we have four puffs, four different pantones of puff. So they can kind of, and then they can see what shelf it's on. Uh, we have that for our inks. We have that up for our threads as well. And how many cones of each thread we have in stock just so you can quickly find them and the sales team can quickly sell anything that we have instead of having to mix colors for every single customer. Yeah, that's that's good. We we kind of have something similar, but we just have like an Excel sheet that has all the colors in it. Because the problem is, is that we're custom mixing every color for every job and they're holding up their Pantone books to their monitors. And we already have like, whatever, like a thousand colors mixed. And it's like, do we really need that other slightly off shade mixed when we probably already have 800 grams on the shelf of the one or above it or below it? That's exactly what we're trying to use this for is to eliminate that. Right. That's what I'm saying. It makes a lot of sense for them to just pop in. Can they just type at the top or something like yep, you could just Pantone type 7154 or something and see if you have it? Yeah, 188 and there 188's on shelf letter E and it's a red. So like you should be able to 123, we have 1235, which is a shade of yellow and it's on shelf C. That's awesome. Um, and the same thing with thread, the same thing with thread. We want to, you know, these are all the threads we have in stock. And I don't know how many times we go and order 10 cones of thread when we have one that's like you said, one shade off that we could have used. <laughs> If we just contacted the customer, hey, does this one look okay? Nine times out of ten, the customer's like, yeah, that looks fine. We've had things like that, too, where we have certain clients that require screen printed transfers. And uh, they always just come in because they can't find the box. They're like, oh, you need to order more transfers. And I order like another thousand transfers. Well, anyway, the client that we had this for decided to stop doing it or go somewhere else. And I was going through shit out there. And I found like six boxes of a thousand transfers and i'm like guys gonna, we were never out you just he's going to show you his transfer so, find so the here's, our, here's our transfer stock and here's all the customers we have transfers for and if you click you'll see that okay we have these woven labels for this customer and it tells you over here what drawer they're in how many i potentially have this one we have these transfers left over for this customer right and we have 14 of them and they're in drawer 
They're in drawer two. So that would work awesome for tags for us because we are always like, oh, how many do we have left over from the last job before we order more? And so, you could just have this board that's like, oh, you have 14 smalls left or whatever. Yeah, yeah. I mean, that's that's ex exactly what this board was designed for because we would do that all exactly what you said. We would have transfers ready or have tags ready and go print more and then realize at the end, like, oh, we already had all this stuff done. Yeah. Such a so, time suck. So everyone in your, and not pro, maybe production too, but you know, everyone on your team has an iPad, I guess, and then they can access, you said you have six users. And so they, they access it on their iPads, right? And so they can go look at where, for example, this, this transfer is. Yep. And then they can, let's say they use it, then they just what, update it and say, hey, I just use these 14 and, and update it right on, on, on their iPad, I guess, right? Yep. So if they use them all, they can archive it. And if they, you know, this one says we have 18 left. So if they use eight, they just update it to 10. Right. But I don't know how many times we reprinted a tag sheet when we had plenty to tag that order. But that's what I'm saying is like these tag, these screen printing transfers that we had, we ordered from like stalls or something, mm -hmm. you know, and it's like, okay, I just spent $600 on transfers when we already had six boxes out there. Like they just didn't want to look for the box and we're like, oh, we need more. And it's like you just saying I need more cost me 600 bucks when we already had a shitload. I don't know how many times we did that. And that's exactly why this board got built out. Yeah. So you just so, saved your $10 a month per user right there. You oh, know, for, like it was basically sure. free. And it's like, you know, you and I both, this is what our seminar, part of what our seminar is on is that we're looking for automation. efficiencies and automations, right? Because essentially this is like a robot, you know, that's getting yeah. you answers fast. And in these times, like when you, um, let's say you can't find, you know, you can't add to your team because like you're in Dylan's situation and you're in a small town and there's just nobody to add to your team. Well, what are you going to do? Well, this is an automation that makes things much faster and also saves you money. I mean, Chris, you are, would you say you're more, this is like a dumb question, but you're more efficient now than you were, I guess, pre like COVID or before you had Monday, before you, when you had a larger team, I mean. Pre-COVID, we had a lot larger team and I feel like we get more done. More now. done with less people. Yeah. Significantly more done with less people. Same here. And less waste. I mean, the waste is what, like you said, you order, you ordered $600 for the transfer. Is that really doesn't happen too much anymore. Um, I guess the, the big question for me is, Chris, I know you're a smart guy and you're like tech savvy with all this stuff, but how hard is it for someone like me or someone who knows nothing about this to create a board? You could have it working in a couple, in an hour. You could have <laughs> parts of this working so fast where you- I know, but how, how do you do that? Like, how do you know how so, to do that? Is so there a tutorial? Is there- There's a ton of tutorials online, but it's it's as simple as- Clicking up here and clicking new board, naming your board, and then it takes a second, but it comes up. You'll see this is your board, and you just click the plus, and here's the things that you get to play with. So you can do the status, you can do um, the dates, drop down. So if I want to add a drop down, and then you know you can add whatever in here. It's I would say if you're any bit computer savvy, you can have something running pretty fast. And if you go into your Discord, there's tons of people willing to share 
what right. they've we have a monday there's a channel in discord it's a mon just dedicated to monday they ask a question in there if you have any that's for sure and chris is in there so chris yeah. you you decided to go with printavo do you feel i mean i'm not trying to put you on the spot but do you feel like you need printavo you need zapier you need monday I need Monday more than I need the other two. We just strictly use Printavo for invoicing at this point. Cause we don't do team stores. We don't do the merch stores. Like we don't do any of that kind of stuff. So I strictly use it for invoicing. Now I, I you're think saying Monday is going to have an option to make invoices soon. It, the, it's someone, someone's going to build it third party and it's coming sooner rather than later. Yeah, I think it's important to distinguish, though, the fact that you can run. So we don't have Printavo. We have QuickBooks and we have Monday running parallel to QuickBooks. And so just like Chris yeah. said, his automated. So, you know, we invoice something. It automatically populates a Monday line for us, just like it did in Printavo. And so it doesn't have to be Printavo. It could be QuickBooks also or any other. I mean, I'm sure there's a lot of yeah. other invoicing software that it would work with. Yeah. And it, uh, Again, like I, people always give me shit because we used to talk forever about how I had fucking post-it notes or whatever, which I don't, I do use post-it notes. Okay. But I don't, <laughs> it's not how I schedule my jobs. It's not anything like that. What we do, and just to have context into this is we just use FreshBooks for invoicing and then we use Google for everything else. Like we use the Google calendar, which is funny because we've used that thing for like 14 years. And it's basically when Matt showed me Printavo calendar, it's basically the exact same thing. Yeah. Like everything's color coded to what's here, what's not, what's counted in, whatever. And like, we just did that on our own because once you add shit to the calendar, you're like, well, how do I distinguish if this is here or not? You're like, all right, well, I'll change the color. And then, so we just use the calendar and then we use Google drive for all our customer art and, and everything like that. And then, so that's it. Like I just use FreshBooks and Google. So use so, a calendar, use Drive and email. You said you were using Sheets to keep like ink and stuff like that, right? Yeah. Google Sheets. So you can just make an ink board and then go to the top of your ink board and go to import and import your Google Sheet because the thing's made based off of Excel. So you could import all that data in maybe two clicks and have it all in there. Right. I do like the option, like you said, for me, me personally in my shop, I don't know if I would use your guys's the way you and Andy do like the job setup, because again, I've been using the same thing for forever, but I do love the idea of all these other automations you have set up, like, you know, um, the basically all your other boards. So if you look like me and Andy talked about this board and this is like my supply board. So this is like my everyday consumables that we use around the shop. So, I mean, just the first one is trash liners and it has, you know, the quantity, the price, like it breaks it, breaks it down. So you have everything there. And then the link to order it is right there. And all my employees have to do now is just click this and click need to order. And it'll automatically email me and say, Hey, we need to order X amount of items. So you will get, you personally will get notified when something gets changed on this board. Yep. So I'll get a notification saying I need to order these. And then to kind of, I know, to track like how often you're ordering it, I can see how often it's switched back and forth. So I can see kind of how often I'm, just by going through the history, how often I'm ordering these types of things. So I can either increase ordering, decrease ordering, but then just looking at this board, I shared this board with a couple other shops and 
Um, you know, I've shared it from Al with Allison from Parkway and with Gabe from maybe tomorrow and Andy, and they gave me tips on supplies that were, you know, significantly cheaper. And like Andy gave me a glove tip that's going to save me thousands of dollars a year um, just off of sharing this board in, your, in the Discord. Mm -hmm. But everything in here is automated. So once they click need to order, I'll get an email. And then at the end of the day, I just order whatever. And I have every department on this. So, so every. Yeah, every, we decided. Well, Andy, you were saying that you have the Kanban card that gets scanned. Right. And then it changes it automatically on Monday. So nobody has to actually like. Well, so you can do it one of two ways. I think that what we decided was, is we wanted to control over when we were ordering. You can set it up to actually, even like Chris does. And so I think you have it delayed to send out an email at 4 p.m. every day for an order. Um, and then, um, like I think you said, wasn't it NASDAR? Is that who you it goes to? Yeah, so I have it. The one automation goes to NASDAR. So anything that's from NASDAR at 4 o'clock, it'll send them that, that email saying, hey, these are the items that I need to order today. But... His rep at NASDAQ knows if somebody, let's say they just ordered something small that wasn't going to be free ship, his his rep at NASDAQ knows to pause and not order it unless it's over the free shipping dollar amount and just to hold it for a couple of days if it's not an emergency, let's say you don't need it right away. Um, but the that's kind of why we didn't want it to automatically email. Like let's say it was emulsion or something and it was freezing out. We didn't want it to just ship emulsion under bad you know, like weather conditions. And so we decided for it just alert us. And so somebody could be somewhere, turn in a Kanban card. And when whenever we scan this code, like this, this QR code takes us to the product page if we want and we can order it or this barcode takes us to our right, right, right to Monday. And you have everything, like all of your supplies, everything like he has consumables, everything's in one spot. Like he can just go down the list and know, like it used to be where people would come like, Hey, we need some like ink or we need some um, adhesive or whatever. We, where do we get it? Like, what's the phone number? Who do we contact? What's the person's name? Well, not anymore. It's all right here. Like if you just have your iPad or a computer or wherever you're at, you can access where you get all of your stuff from. If I'm gone or, and Alex is gone and Kyle's gone and everybody's gone. There's one person in the shop that's never ordered before. They can have access to Monday and find out where they can order that supply if they need it. I mean, it's all right here. All right. So when AI takes over, they're going to be able to run your shop without you because they already have all of your supplies online. They already have everything. Exactly. They have your yeah. QuickBooks. <laughs> Basically, you're unnecessary. <laughs> Basically. Um, and so, I mean, that's how robust, like that's how awesome and powerful Monday is, is you can, whatever you want to keep track of, um, you can customize how you track it. You know, there's, there's unlimited options, you know, like we have, we ran, we, we track in our production tracker. It gives you an option, even of a stopwatch. You can just go on there, hit, hit, hit your stopwatch. When you start, like, let's say you're beginning to set up a job. And then when it's set up, you can hit the stopwatch. You can say, Oh, it took four minutes and 30 seconds to set up that job. You can do that to every single job within Monday and track production timing. Like it's, it's that powerful. Um, Chris has another one where he has all of his stock in. And so like at any time he knows, he showed me this the other day where he, he knows what inventory he has. And if he, let's say, you know, a customer, which doesn't happen often, but cancels their order or something happens, 
and they've already paid, but you have to refund it for whatever reason, because they're being difficult and you're stuck with these shirts. And yeah, you can either pay restock and ship it back or keep them. And if there's something common, like a black shirt or a white shirt, or whatever, you, maybe you keep them. Well, Chris runs specials on it, actually. Can you can you demo how you do that? Because I thought Chris, will like, you show oh us gosh. all the inner workings of your shop and share it? That's with why he's on so here. Do the exact same thing. Um, Hell yeah! yeah. So <laughs> I mean, and he's just like saying what you have and hey, Chris, show us that now, please, so that uh, Chris is over here like fuck, 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 fuck. <laughs> no, I mean I'm 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 happy to share. It's it's nothing crazy, but we do have a lot of stock, and you can see, you know, we have this board of just random stock, and here's the item number. The color here's the size breakdown we have the cost that it cost us from wherever nice, yeah. wherever we got it from and then you know when we're slow or you know we two things can happen here if we misprint a shirt on press real quick we'll check and see if we have one in stock somewhere yeah. and if not we go and we will group these things together and throw them online when we're slow we'll throw um them on an instagram post or something and say okay we have you know whatever this Comfort color is C1, C1's banana. We'll do 12 DTGs and then we'll put a price on it and, and we'll kind of get rid of stock that the way. The problem with this that I have isn't necessarily, I mean, this is awesome. And we had, we've had something similar where we were slow in the winter time and I had someone put something like this together of all of our stock. The problem is, is that the printers will fuck something up on press and just run to that room and just pull something out of a box that they need and just go right back to printing and it never gets recorded that that shirt got so, pulled so, and then okay. these numbers are all useless like no a they're month not. later Time out. because they're fucking randomly so like you have to do inventory again first your printer isn't allowed to go pull any shirt out of stock that's a rule here they have to go to quality control the printer doesn't know where we even how we inventory and organize our stock and so it's going to be it's going to take time they're going to have to come off press the press isn't spinning if the press isn't spinning if the shirts aren't coming down the dryer that's absolute failure and so the the printer or the quality control person has a walkie-talkie and they say hey we need uh, or do we have an olive whatever that shirt is ss 1000 c in size small and quality control has the ipad and they look and they say well oh my gosh we do and then they bring it to the press no, I get that. I'm not saying I'm not saying that there's anything wrong with this. I'm just saying in general, we have to make a rule like that and say you're not allowed to put your fucking grubby dick beaters on these shirts. <laughs> it takes like, a lot of time to break that bad habit. It does. Right. But that's what I'm saying is in production, in a rush, something's fucked up. They're like they don't want to go hunting and finding somebody. They just want to run over and grab it. And then because we have that like we have any India and Chris, you guys probably have this too, where we just have a shitload of like black white and heather gray like gildan bellas and something else where they're the basic shirt that we always have to print all the time and we just pull from so i just tell chris every so often like just reorder like 50 mediums or 50 larges or whatever it's getting low and they just go pull from it like i don't i don't have a log of it i just know a box of smalls box of mediums box of large and they just rip them out of the box we have that exact setup. We have hammer, Gildan hammer, black, white, heather gray. Yeah. And then we have independent hoodies, black, white, heather gray. And we do the same thing. And we just know what I tell them. Like you just have it. You had to have it cataloged better. But when what we do for that is like, that's something that you just order a case. And then when it's out. So we just tell them like, hey, when there's 10 left in the box, market is right. zero here. And then we'll just order more. 
Right. That's basically what we do. We just don't have this form. Right. Uh, Anything else you want to share about your, you know, business that can help others? Like, do you, can we all see your, can we see your customers real quick? Like the top 10, maybe? Sure. Sure. Um, No, but I think that, you know, this is a problem that a lot of shops struggle with is that they, they don't know what inventory they have on hand with regards to blanks. Um, They don't know what ink they have on hand. You know, they don't know. um, I mean, just the basic CRM of like, who did we send a quote to? I don't know. Like, I don't know all the people we sent quotes to this past month. And wouldn't it be so cool to know that and to go in and see like who, who actually converted to a, to an order and why they didn't and send out those emails. And so all that can be done for $10 a month. Again, we're not sponsored by Monday. So we should be. <laughs> fucking chill out a little bit. All right. Second of all, Chris, can you have like, not that you want to, but you do want to, do you have like overlord status on all this stuff where you can like as an owner log in and see, say if you are using it for outbound, you can see like, is this person actually doing an outbound? Like, can you see their daily, I hit up this many people or they have goals and all that other stuff? So two things. Yes, I can see, usually I have them make notes to me and at me like, hey, send a quote to this person, follow it up just so I can kind of see you get your notifications up top. So you can see, you know, all the notifications that that I've gotten today. So they'll tell me, you know, kind of where they're at. But yes, I can see what's been followed up on. And also um, columns here, you can make them visible to only you. So say in the production thing, like I have columns that tell me dollar amounts and and all those things that are, you know, the value of an order or the value of a potential quote on the side of where they're quoting it. But it's not there for everybody. Right. It's not there for everybody, but it's there for people who need to see it. Right. Uh, the, The dilemma that I'm in right now where this might actually come in handy is I had an employee that had worked here for years and actually has to kind of work from home now because of a child and all this other stuff. And I had talked to a couple friends about successfully doing an outbound or a, it, what am I trying to say? A sales rep from home, basically. Um, and the only way that I think that's going to work, and this is, again, just me trying to be helpful and nice to them and wouldn't normally do it under normal circumstances. But I said, I have to be able to kind of like have to check in with you once a week and see that you're actually trying to do sales or doing something. You're not just sitting on the couch watching Maury and like collecting a paycheck every week. So that's why I'm wondering if I could log in and be like, Oh, I see that she, you know, did 45 touch points today with different clients and she's trying every day to get sales and emails and all these other things. So what, how Andy said, how he has Twilio and email set up in there, you would be, Basically, if they had a board of all their leads, you would be able to go click on the activity and see what they've done. It would right. it would show you exactly how many emails they've sent out and how many they've received back and and all that. Yeah, outside sales rep was what the the, the dummy word I couldn't remember. Um, again, both of you use it. I don't use it. I'm trying to think of from my perspective and from a listener's perspective. It doesn't use it what it could be beneficial for. And it seems like it's a platform that is definitely not for screen printing, but is for anybody who just wants to organize their shit. 
Exactly. That's exactly what it is. I mean, it's not just for screen printing. It's right. I have I have a ton of my home stuff on on a board at the bottom. He has chores he has to do when he gets home. Yeah. yeah. Sick uh, rollerblade moves you haven't quite mastered yet. <laughs> Chris, you kind of have a pulse on this kind of stuff. Do you feel like this is solving a lot of your problems and you're going to continue to use it for the foreseeable future? Or do you feel like there's things that it doesn't perform well with? Like, what does it not do that you wish it did? The only thing that so far that it doesn't do that I wish it did is the invoice. Everything else, I, I think it, it offers so much custom, like it, it's so customizable that you can really do use it for anything. The only thing that it lacks is invoicing. I think it's awesome. I think that you sold me on a couple of other things. I just am not that guy. So that's why I said, like, I, if I could build a board on my own, then... You can. There's no question in my mind you can build a board on your own in very little time. It's... Once you get it open and start clicking around, it's super easy. And if you add something you don't like, you can take it off. I mean, it, right. two seconds to delete a column or add a column. Okay. Andy, do you have anything else to add or do you want to, do you have over-unders that you've prepared? Um, I do have some over-unders. I don't think I have anything else to add other than, you know, we, we try and make, and share stuff sort of like we did last week and I guess every week with the screen printing community on how to make our lives easier because screen printing is hard and um, there's some tools sometimes to make it just a little bit easier. And we found uh, Monday and it's, it's made our lives easier. And so that's why I thought um, this would be a great episode. And Chris uh, is like, is the world's leader <laughs> um, in, in Monday, like he just is like, there's no doubt about it. I've run into no one else, um, that's even close that could even touch what he does. And it's impressive. I mean, because, you know, it's, uh, how do you get, I think the hard part is when you, Dylan, when you're saying, Hey, I don't think I can, I can do this. I, I feel the same way. I think I can build a Monday board, but where I get uh, stuck is in the integrations and zaps and stuff like that. But I think like Chris just said, once you've done one or two, it's just, it's pretty easy and you just, a couple of clicks and and you're connected. And so um, if if you can't do it, I think there's somebody on your team that can. And if if there isn't, well then just go to our Discord and go into the channel um, for Monday and say, hey, I, I don't know what I'm doing, uh, I, but I really want to build out some of this stuff and can anyone help? And there's there's people there that, that help. That's and for $10,000, Chris will build it out for you. <laughs> mm. And, you'd be uh, you'd be surprised at how easily you'll be able to build it out for yourself. No, Chris, this is where you're supposed to say yes, and then people will contact you, <laughs> and you'll make all this money. And I, I'm more than happy to help, but <laughs> I, I don't think it's I don't necessary. think people will need it. Okay. I mean, that's well, that's part of what drove me to it. It was that easy to get people on board with it and to build it out. I'm just not that guy, so that's what I mean. For me, if if I can do it, then that's cool. But like. There are all these things. It's like when Marcotte talks about like AI and all these forms mm -hmm. and all these things that he does. And I'm just like, dude, that's awesome. But that's not, I never going to be able to figure that out. Like I, I'm just, it's just not me. Like I'm not going to be able to do it. So to hear that it's doable mm -hmm. is nice. Yeah. It's it super is. cool. And the discord, the collab going on in the discord is what pushes a lot of it forward way faster. Just posting something that you've worked on in there and then getting the feedback right away. Right. 
Well, Chris, we are proud of you and thank you for sharing all of your secrets with, uh, with the world. Andy, Andy, uh, peer pressured you into giving us all of your information (laughs) and your social security number. Over under. So, um, I have six of them today and, um, you just let us know if they're overrated, underrated or properly rated. The first one is holidays. Nope. Happy holidays. Like I just wanted to say happy holidays basically to the world because this comes out on Christmas day and whether you celebrate Christmas or not, happy holidays, maybe happy Hanukkah, maybe happy nothing, but just be happy is what I'm trying to say. That's number one. I used up one of my (laughs) (laughs) I mean, you probably aren't working. So there's, there you go. There's something to be happy about. You're just at home and maybe with some family. I think, Um, I think holidays are properly rated mm -hmm. if you have children. I feel like if you don't have kids, it's just, who who gives a shit? Hmm. I wouldn't celebrate Christmas if I was just by myself. But you're a child, and so, you know, you have parents, and then maybe, <laughs> maybe you can, maybe they're happy mm-hmm. to have you in their life. Chris, what do you think? I'm not, I'm not big into holidays. I do have kids. Gets expensive quick. Mm-hmm. There's that, uh, there's that meme that I saw that I kind of want to post. It's like a guy, he's like, he's like, I'm not ready for Christmas. I only got $8. <laughs> It's just like, <laughs> that's how I feel about it is it's like everybody, like me and my ex will, would always argue about this at Christmas because she is like super into Christmas and it's like, she starts shopping in like August and it's just like every time she goes out, she'll get something or whatever. And then there's like a million Christmas presents and I'm like, why don't we just get them each one like heartfelt, dedicated, big gift and call it good. Like, that's it. That's all they're going to play with anyway. You know what I mean? It's like, oh, my son wants a fucking Xbox or whatever. It's like, cool, get him the Xbox. And that's it. Like, he does not need a hundred other little things that he's going to unwrap and then throw in his room and never touch. Do you think that because of inflation, you are spending more money on Christmas per child? Or do you think because of inflation you're spending less. In other words, like the kids like, Hey, inflation, you know, man, like uh, my budget needs to be bigger. When was the last time you heard a kid mention inflation? First of all, Amy. Never once. It's never (laughs) happened. It's never happened anywhere. You know what, dad? Uh, You can buy me less gifts this year because of inflation. Your kids are still young. They'll hit you with it. It'll, it's coming. It's coming. Trust me. So next next. we have (laughs) Christmas shopping. I hate that too. It's horrible. Online shopping. Amazon, everything. Yeah. Mm. Yeah, we came home, what was it, Sunday, and there were probably six Amazon boxes on our porch on a Sunday. You know, impressive. Next, Christmas bonuses. Let's tell the world how we really feel. I'm for it. I I do it. You're talking about you're for for receiving them? No, I'm I'm forgiving them to, to the team. Either either a decent gift or a decent bonus, but last year I did iPads and some money. I used to do gifts for each individual when we had a smaller team, and I was like more in tune with like their wants and needs and whatever. Like I would go shopping and be like, "Oh, I'm gonna buy this person like a, you know, things that were specific to them." 
And then it got into a bigger team and people that I just don't necessarily know all their wants and needs. And that got really hard and confusing. And then I think it was what, two years ago, Andy, me and you had a discussion about this, about taking off the week between Christmas and New Year's. Mm-hmm. And we decided to just make it paid. Like, hey, we're just going to pay you for the full week. Just have a good recharge week. And now I'm just using that as like, hey, this is your Christmas gift from me. Like everyone just gets the week, like full 40 hours paid. Take the week off. So that's yeah. that's what I'm doing now. And I feel better about that because it's a blanket like for everybody. Everybody gets the same thing. And so you're saying all, properly rated then maybe properly rated. Hmm. Okay. I think it's underrated and I think you should, everybody should do that for their team in some regard. You mm, shouldn't just be in some way and not do anything. Okay. Um, I think we all agree. The next one is holiday work parties. Chris, go. Overrated for me. Overrated. <laughs> uh, we were talking about today, we're trying to, you know, do a, a dinner or something Friday and it's tough. Everyone wants to go their separate ways. Um, uh, yeah, I don't look forward to planning it. I don't look forward to doing it. I'm out. I feel like everything we're saying with all of these is like scroogey, but it's just real life. Like it's real business owner, like stress and struggles. And the hard part is too, is we used to do stuff again when we had a smaller crew and it was, everyone was more friendly like the Thanksgiving, like I would have a turkey and a ham and we would all sit at a table and we would eat and like all this other stuff. But like, it's so discouraging now when you have a larger crew that half of them don't want to be there and they feel forced to be there or they don't eat because they're, you know, vegan or whatever. And then you're just like, why, why am I even doing this? Like, isn't better to just give everyone a fucking gift card and just be like, go do whatever you want to do. That's where I'm at. Yeah. So that's where I'm like, all right, let's do pizza this week with some extras. And if you want it, cool. If not, go fuck yourself. Like, so you're saying take the money you would have spent on a work party at a bowling just alley or whatever it it's going to be. Spread it to all of them and call it good. Yeah. Put it in a gift. Put it into their Christmas That's what they bonus. want anyway. Yeah. So that's half true because I've been out with my, you know, recovery and because normally we have some sort of work party, which the I think last year turned into just a catering event here. But um, a, a lot of years we've gone and done stuff. But this year I've been out. And so no party was planned with regards to even, even like even a lunch like that wasn't even planned. But somebody took it upon themselves to plan a work party at a bar and organize it and put out the invites and all that kind of stuff. And it's happening like without me doing anything. And I found out about it because I got a text to say, Hey, you know, we're having this work party. And so I got an invite and I'm like, Oh, like, Holy smokes. Okay. I didn't had nothing to do this, but I want to contribute. And so, um, Kyle's going to be there and he has a company credit card. And I said, Hey, Kyle, um, buy everybody pizza, you know, that that's there or whatever, whatever they want. Um, just order it. And that's on Shirkong because I thought that would be a, a nice little thing. But that or so why I say like maybe that's true is they organized it on their own. Like because I, I felt the same way. I was like, do they really want to go? Like they spend we spend all day with with one another, sometimes in a stressful environment. 
And then now all of a sudden we have to go to an event that and you see on TV that people make fun of and or you see memes on Instagram like, oh, man, and they bring their wife or their partner, whoever it is, significant other, and they're dragged along to it. And maybe they don't want to be there, you know, and so like, is it is it even fun? But they they went and did it themselves. I'm thinking themselves. when you said that story, I was just thinking of like a Christmas carol. Or like the family's all happy around the table and they had to plan it themselves to all get together. And then you're outside fucking Scrooge throwing them a shilling. <laughs> I don't know. It was because uh, I, I I was under the same impression. Like, I agree with you. Like, why spend money on something where people don't really want to be going to it? And they do like a, whatever, a, a gift, gift exchange or who knows what. Isn't it better to take that money and spend it just like you said and everybody gets additional bonuses or something so that would be you think that would be better but they they did this on their own so i thought that was pretty cool i do want to say in all this i do like the holidays i do like having everybody here and everybody getting into some spirit and like being happy about it i'm just trying to be more understanding of what everyone actually wants like i don't want to just be like oh well we're this amazing company and we to this $10,000 Christmas party or whatever. When in reality, spend 10K and give it to each person and they can take that money and go home and be less stressed because they got to pay a bill or buy their kids something or whatever. It's like, I like that. Scroogey as that sounds, I think that's I don't think it's sh- a better I don't way. Think it, I don't think it sounds Scroogey. In fact, I, that's what we did. It's just less personal. Well, that's what we decided to do when we got married. Instead of waste, I should, I, I say waste by having 300 people at a wedding or whatever, you know, why not just have a small, I think there was like 15 people or something, you know, immediate family at our wedding. And then we took all that money and did something else with it. You know what I'm saying? So like, I just think it's, sometimes it could be uh, better spent. I have one more and it is food. And it's definitely not least, but it is last. Christmas cookies. Chocolate chip only. Chocolate chip only. Chocolate chip for life. <laughs> All cookies. All cookies. <laughs> All cookies. Yeah, yeah. I agree. I got in this argument with somebody the other day, and I was just like, nope, chocolate chip. I mean, I'll oh. eat a chocolate chip cookie. Don't get me wrong, but there's I'll also eat a lot of other ones. All of Sugar them. cookies All are trash. <laughs> just putting that out there. <laughs> You're Sugar cookies are fucking gross. It's like a tasteless wafer. Chad, edit that out. No, please. We don't want sure, any, like, sugar cookies and soup are on the same level for me. Well, that was the gift I sent you, Dylan, that I thought you were going to like a thousand times. With soup with a bowl with a side of sugar cookies. I'll exactly. fucking fly exactly. that to you just to throw it at you. Chris, thanks again. This was awesome. Um, I appreciate you coming on and sharing uh, yep. how you run Monday. Will we be seeing Thank you, you at Long Beach? Me. Yeah, I'll be at Long Beach. Good man. We're having a get together, so you have to make sure you come out. Friday night, right? Friday night. Total bar buyout. Yeah. Should With the band. Mm-hmm. Is, it, is it big this time? Is it bigger than last time? Yeah. There might be 10 people, maybe. It was, it's going to be packed. You know it's going to be packed. And it was, it was insanely packed last year. We tried specifically, because again, we're working with Gildan and Live Nation to do this one. And we're trying to get the biggest place we could get that wasn't stupid. 
Like there were bigger places, but they were lame. It was like a hotel or something. We didn't want that. We wanted like a fun place to go. So we got that. There's going to be a new up and coming or who to see, who to watch artists or whatever that's playing. And then there's food and free drinks and the whole bar is dedicated to us. So it should be a good time. Cool. See you guys there. I'm pretty sure it's uh, Creed, by the way. We, we, oh, we yeah. almost. We'd have to rent the block if it was Creed. It's, it, they're coming. Andy's reunited. favorite band. That'd be sick. All right. All right, Chris. You enjoy your day. We'll see you later, yeah. dude. Thanks, guys. Appreciate it. Later.